Hey guys, this is Chris Chavez, producer and co-host of Back Issues Comic Book Podcast and the History Creeps Podcast. I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that you can find those podcasts as well as a number of other entertaining shows on our online network, BICVP Radio. Whether you're into old school video games, comic books, sports, pop culture commentary, or the strange and unexplained, BICVP Radio has the podcasts you're looking for. So head on over to BICVP-Radio.com and check them out. Make sure you subscribe to them on iTunes, and while you're at it, leave a review or two. Again, that's BICVP-Radio.com. See you there. History Creeps. I'm Carter Johnson, one of your three illustrious hosts, and on my left over here, my hypothetical left, the indubitable Chris Chavez. Chris? I'm indubitable this week. That's awesome. Indubitable. What's up? Indubitable. And on my hypothetical right, you know, my right-hand guy, uh, the deplorable, no, deplorable is not a good one. Uh, the indispensable Johnny Townsend. Thank you, and I'm pretty sure whichever word you go with, somebody will agree with it. Somebody will agree with it. What's up, I could call myself horrible things, and somebody would probably agree with that. (laughs) What's up, everybody? We're back. Another episode. Another episode. I'm looking uh, forward to it. Sort of a, sort of a weird one this time. Um... Occasionally, we like to bring you guys, our listeners, stuff that is history, but sort of with a twist. Weird, and twisty history. Weird, twi- there you go, twisty history. I like you know, it is, you know, Carter, it is the time of, of ghouls and ghosts. It's Halloween time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm looking forward to these six trick-or-treaters. This is my I did voice <laughs> This is my absolute favorite time of the year. I love the fall. You know what? It's mine too, but it's just such a shame because we just don't get that many trick or treaters anymore. And my wife Carter, always gonna, goes gonna, all out. That's a good question, Carter, that you bring up there. Uh, same thing in my neighborhood. We used to get a lot of trick or treaters, and I remember when I was young and I was a trick or treater. There were tons of us out there running for man. Us too, man. But now we like I might get maybe. I think last year I got under five. It wasn't even five trick or treaters. One year, one year, I think it was two years ago, we got 12, and we were so excited to get into double digits. No, wow. it's terrible, but also all the candy that I get to eat, I mean, that's fantastic. <laughs> Still, you know, well, it's, but, I mean, I guess my, shame. my wife always goes crazy with the house. You know, tombstones and lights and fake blood and organs and all kinds of stuff. So, it, it feels like it doesn't get, you know, appreciated as much as it as it should, I grew up, you know, around the same neighborhoods that I live now. And when I was a kid, we didn't mess around, dude. This, these were the good neighborhoods. This is where you got the full size Snickers bars. <laughs> yes, you know yes. what I mean. Not yes. the, not the little, 
not the little pansy fun size ones, but the full size. I don't know bars. where I ever. I got to tell you, this whole fun full size candy bars thing was. This is a new development for me. I've never heard of it before. <laughs> there was never any place that we could go to when I was a kid that gave you full size candy bars. It was always the small stuff. Um, so because you're in Florida, it all melts. <laughs> <laughs> so hot down there. They're like, make them as small as possible. Uh, <laughs> your, winter, your winter and fall consist of two days. And then <laughs> yeah, and no. Yeah, yeah. Where, where we live, it's cold by the time Halloween yeah. runs. Well, Chris lives, in, Chris lives in Buffalo now up in New York. Yeah. So, so like, Chris, what's your trick-or-treating situation? Do y'all get a lot of trick-or-treaters in your neighborhood or what? Yeah, actually we do. In our neighborhood, um, <sighs> last year we got probably about... 30, 30 kids what? came through. Yeah. Oh, dude, really? Yeah, That's yeah. not cool. I want thirty. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and I'm hoping I'm hoping we get a, a decent amount this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I it's my favorite time of year, man. This is great. I love it. I love. I seeing... know. I I love this time of year too. So does my wife. So do most of our friends. It's just, it's it's such a shame now that. You know, yeah, it's my second favorite time of year. Like, I Christmas is my absolute favorite, but I really love Halloween too. And I remember, like, just two years ago or three years ago, I had this great plan where I was going to dress up in this really scary, dark costume and I was going to hide outside uh, near the steps. So when the kids would walk up the steps, I would just kind of pop out, you know. (laughs) And then I was, I remember that we had so little trick or treaters. That I was, I was bored because I was sitting out there for an hour doing nothing. <laughs> I was going to say you're falling asleep <laughs> waiting for him to show up. Yeah, that's so amazing. I scared zero trick or treaters. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, no, that's great. What was your what was the candy that you guys were always looking forward to? Like that was that's your jam. Candy Reese's cups. Definitely Reese's cups. Peanut butter cups. Okay. Yeah, Reese's peanut butter cups. And like I said, back then the houses did give out the full size Snickers. I wasn't joking about that. I was serious. There were houses in the neighborhood that gave out full size Snickers bars, and those were the ones that you hit on your second trip through after you had changed your costume. <laughs> I never could afford it. <laughs> my parents couldn't afford giving me two costumes. Oh, I mine couldn't either. That's why I made one, and they bought me the other one. Oh, nice. <laughs> what about you, Johnny? What was your favorite candy? I had two. the The main one was Reese's Pieces. That's my absolute favorite candy, anyway. But That's you, a good ra- one too. you rarely ever get those. They're yeah. harder. They're harder to find. It seems it's it's very rare. It's like at rare Pokemon. It's <laughs> hard to catch them all. Uh, <laughs> so the other one is probably a Kit Kat. I love those too. Kit Kat, nice. Yeah, yeah. I was always in, I was in the. I love I loved Reese's Pieces too. I gotta say those, and I did. Um, Milky Way. I love Milky Ways. No, hold yeah, on. Yeah, that's a good one. Not Milky Way. Uh, Milky Way is good, but uh, Three Musketeers. That's the one I really yeah, like. There you go. That's yeah. the one right there. With that fluffy, yeah, that whatever, chocolatey, fluffy thing they have in the middle. Yeah. Oh, the nougat. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, which, you know which candy that I always hated? It was Butterfingers because, A, I loved it, but, B, like it just would not leave your teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah. The- oh, you, dude, you, dude, you had to brush your teeth after eating a whole Butterfinger, man. Yeah. It was like little shards of, of peanut butter. Shards. Yeah. That's right. yeah. And I hated Bart Simpson for that. <laughs> <laughs> he made you want those butterfingers. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he did. So what kind of spooky tales or what kind of – what are we getting into this week, guys? Well, uh, this week we got a kind of a strange one uh, from back in the 50s. Which How is strange what made it, is it? <laughs> it's, so, it's so strange that it made me kind of not want to get onto airplanes again, but – 
I, I'm I'm easy like that because I hate flying anyway. So I feel the same way, but because of heights. <laughs> that's that's one of the reasons why I don't like it either. I like my feet on the ground. If man were meant to fly, he'd have been born with wings. Ooh. That's good. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so uh, 1954, right? Uh, Hanada Airport in Tokyo. Only been open for about two years at this point, which is another thing that I feel like makes this story very interesting. So 1954? Um, 1954. So less than 10 years after the atomic bomb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I've been told that uh, on the show, before I got here, you guys had covered uh, Rudolph Fence. And for our esteemed listeners, Rudolph Fence is a guy who may or may not have even existed, um, who supposedly showed up in the middle of Times Square in, uh, when was it, guys? The, oh, the, yeah. The, the 40s, maybe, or the 50s? Yeah, I believe that was the case. That was during, that was our, on our, uh, our world-famous time travel episode. Yeah, that was BC before Carter. I be <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I like that. I, I like that. I believe we had H.G. Wells on the show. Uh, we did. That, <laughs> you remember that episode? Uh, but sure. yeah, no, you're right, Carter. We talked about Rudolph Fence um, because we talked about not only time travel, uh, but also instances in time where people have claimed to uh, experience time slips or actual, you know, parallel dimension jumping. Uh, and this was one of them where uh, he was. It was a. I guess it was a report of a time slip. He showed up with, you know, money and all kinds of stuff from the future. From the past. Oh, the far, far, far past. Yeah, from the uh, I believe it was the eighteen seventies. Oh, 1880s. that's right. That's right. Hmm. You I can't remember friends. off the top of my head, but it's one or the other. And now uh, he showed up in Times Square and like immediately got hit by a car. Oh, that's yeah. And that's the guy. Yeah. So they said that uh, this this Rudolph Fence guy uh, was bewildered. Uh, when he showed up, and he just sort of appeared, you know, from from nowhere. Uh, now, so the story that we're gonna go ahead. I was just to say, have you guys ever seen those videos on on YouTube uh, of people where they say they've actually yes, claimed? Yes, I, I was literally yes. about to say this. <laughs> claim yes. seeing people come creepy, out of man. different parallel universes. Like there's one where I think it's a a big semi driving down the street, and then yes. all of a sudden it like swerves big time and then out of like the middle of the 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 actual trailer you see a guy just kind of step out and keep walking off to the like it's the strangest thing it's really yeah, i've weird. seen that one it's really tough especially in this day and age because we have such great technology mm -hmm. to know if something's real or if somebody's just really good at editing mm -hmm. but there's some but there are some very cool uh videos on youtube about that kind of stuff i think there's like also there's, oh sorry go ahead we're probably about to say the same thing. <laughs> there's so many good ones. Uh, like there's one where this uh, this guy, he's got to be in his early 20s or something like that. He's walking out of this building and it's on this building's like a security camera or something like that. And he's walking out. Then all of a sudden he looks around like he's looking to see if anybody's watching him. And then he touches something on his wrist and he just disappears. No, I haven't seen that one. Oh, you haven't? That one sounds interesting, though. Yeah, yeah no, I'm talking about there, there's one where it's like an old in an old French village or something, and there's this, these two guys just kind of standing and talking. And then out of nowhere, from behind the guy, you see a bike just kind of 
goes yes. sideways. Like oh, it's I've the, seen that one. It's the strangest thing, and it comes yeah, out of I've nowhere. But wasn't there a video recently uh, where? Oh gosh, I'm trying to remember what the video was. It was like it was on national TV. Really. Man. Anyway, like somebody just uh, just appears and they can't figure out where they appeared from. This is a terrible story that I'm telling. <laughs> but that's the point. No, there's like, stories, there's, there's many stories of them. about that throughout history, man. Of, of there's one about these two kids in uh, oh, I forget it was like maybe Germany or France uh, back in the 1200s or the 1300s, and they show up and they're green. Ah, uh, yes, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, over time they lose the green and learn how to speak English and stuff, but. That that one's weird. That's interesting. So the one you have for us today is a Japanese story? Um, sort of. Uh, it, the incident itself took place at this uh, Japanese airport, but it involves a guy who they say was a white male, European-looking. Uh, and so this guy gets off this plane. Here's another weird thing. Unlike Rudolph Fence, I don't, I don't have a name to tell you to, to, to associate with this guy. Because there isn't one, hmm. as far as I can tell. Hmm. Um, yeah, I've ne- I never saw a name for him either. He just built as the man from this place you're about to say. Yeah, that there's never an, an actual name, but uh, that is sort of explained in the story. Anyway, so this guy shows up, gets off this plane. Supposedly the plane originated in Europe somewhere. Do- doesn't say where, just says Europe. Anywhere you look, it just says Europe. So, the guy comes up to the customs, you know, checkpoint with his passport and everything. And they ask him uh, where he's from, and he says, Torrid. T-A-U-R-E-D. Torrid. And he even hands the customs guy an official passport from Torrid. Was he speaking English, or was that like... Yeah, he was, yeah, he was speaking English, apparently. Okay. But, the guy could also speak Japanese. I mean, I don't know if it says he. All the accounts that I've read say he was speaking English, but that he could also speak Japanese because apparently, according to his passport, he had been to Tokyo several other times on business. Interesting. And there were legitimate stamps for it in his passport. So he said he's from a, a city or a country? A city. A country called Torrid. Oof. All right. And when they when they showed him a map, uh, it was it was. Basically, Andorra. And Andorra is a country, and it's like Andorra, it's near it's near France, if I'm thinking right. Yeah, it's between France and Spain, I believe. Okay, so hold and, on. You know, it's it's kind of near. It's kind of from what I've seen. It's it looks like it would be as small as like Luxembourg or something. Yeah, it's not very big. Yeah. So they ask him where he's from. He says Torrid. They say where yeah. is that? And does he does he say where it's at, or they he says he doesn't know, and they have to show him a map? Now, Carter, you could correct me on this if I'm wrong, but everything that I read and seen, apparently he all he kept acting like they should know what he's talking about, and he was yes. getting he was getting kind of irate with them that they didn't, like they were making him feel like he was stupid or something to say that he's from this country because to him it it obviously was real, and they were and they were pulling a prank or something on him. I was gonna say yeah, if this was when they when they when they pulled out their maps to show him. All this stuff. He kept telling them their maps were fake. I, I, I if this was two thousand, you know, twelve, you, you, he'd be looking around looking for Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, he's like yeah, he's waiting or, for Ashton or, to come popping out. 
Yeah, you know, 2016 would take him down real quick. Okay. 2016, we're all looking around asking where Ashton Kutcher is. <laughs> yeah, no So he's getting upset at these people, and and then he even thinks they're joking around until they show him a map, and he doesn't believe the maps are real. No, he for a time he doesn't believe the maps are real. So they can't. The airlines, you know, and the customs people, they can't sort this out. Because well, like so he's looking at this well he's looking at this map and he's saying where the country this other country is he's calling it something else more or less yes but he's also claiming that this country torrid has existed for like a thousand years over a thousand years really so but he's got he's got modern uh, uh, currency in his pockets from a from a couple of different uh, European nations, like a the like you would expect a guy who travels in Europe on business a lot to have. And when you say modern, you're talking about currency from the fifties, from that that he should have. Yeah, yeah, person. modern day currency for that. Time. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but but what's great though is if Carter gets into this more, this story is not done yet. <laughs> no, it gets weirder. <laughs> yeah. It gets weirder. But he doesn't. So, they, they, so he, he just insists he's from this country and that's it. Like there's, and then, and they're saying you're crazy. Well, he, he, even if he, here's the thing, they can't let him go, right? Well, no. Yeah. I mean, as far as they're concerned, he's got a fake passport, right? Yep. There's no way to verify that, that this country even actually exists as far as we're concerned. So to them, this is a guy trying to sneak into a country with a fake passport. So basically they put him in a hotel under a guard until they can try and figure this out. They call the company that uh, he claims to work for nothing. They call the company that he's, he claims he's there to do business with on behalf of this other company. They never heard of him. But the company exists? The company does exist. That's even weirder. Okay. So, the next morning, they go in there and the guy is gone. Peace out. He jumped out the window. Oh, they, they the, looked the room for that. was under guard. The room was under guard. The windows were locked. Um, he couldn't have gotten out through the door without anybody seeing anything. Really? His passport was gone from Torrid. His passport was gone. His all of his personal effects were gone, which were locked up, and R- still they disappeared. Really? Along with this guy. So that's one of the reasons why you, you know nobody ever found out the guy's name because all all of this stuff just disappeared along with the guy i wondered and to make ma- to, to make matters even stranger think about this you're the guy at the airport counter are you going to report this mess because i'm not well, i was about to say that think i'm crazy man um, um, did, did it say in your research or anything how many people came in contact how many people interacted with him to to corroborate? not a specific number but i would imagine it was probably what a dozen it had to be a handful a dozen. i mean yeah at least. Let's see. First of all, there's the he gets off the plane. So you got to talk about the stewardesses, the pilots usually, um, passengers, any passengers that were around him when he's got to go. They and, never, they never go into any of that in anything I've looked for. He's got to come across. They never, go, they never interviewed any of the passengers on the plane. They never interviewed the captain. They never interviewed the flight crew. They never interviewed any of those people, they had, as far as I can tell. They had customs back then, right? I'm sure he had to go through customs yeah. people. Yeah, he had, and that's where, yeah, that's where he got nailed with this passport was in customs. So then, he's Carter, got, let me, Carter, let me ask you this: I, I, 
I re I re looked into this stuff today because I knew you were going to talk about it. And one of the things that I saw, and I'd never seen this before about this, I only saw this this one time at this one place, claims that in this same story, when he's trying to tell them that he's from this country that they say doesn't exist, he gets so mad that he starts having chest pains and he falls to the floor and he's having like a, a stroke or a mild heart attack or something. And they, and they're able to, with the medicine they had back then to save his life. And he was blown away by that, that they had that kind of medicine. What? Yeah. I saw I've always seen on one video. I feel it's just totally made up, but I did <laughs> see that somewhere. I wanted to bring that up to the, to the table. See if you'd read that Carter. No, I hadn't heard that. One. Yeah. That was new to me too. That's crazy. Well, that if that was the case, that throws even more people into it. People who would come to his medical aid, and then, like you said, he's got to go to a hotel, right? They put him up in a hotel room. Yeah, that's what. That's how the story goes. Is that the, the the customs people basically, like the the airport or the airline or whatever, put him up in the in the hotel overnight till they could sort it all out. So there's possible under guard, hotel under guard, Chris, under guard. Yeah, there's hotel managers, guards. I mean. Good lord, how is it that nobody else talked about this dude that disappeared? Maybe they did. And nobody took it seriously. Or there's a lot of a lot of things on this case. Like one first of all, it's in Japan. So their you know, their customs and, and how they react to things is gonna be different from us and what we're used to. Right. Uh, I mean I don't know like how they would feel towards that if this happened. That's the other thing. Uh, it's a lot of people who are against this story point out how convenient it is that all this stuff for him just disappeared. As in, they're thinking it's just a, a tall tale made up kind of thing. Sort of like they're yeah. sort of open legend for them or something. And it could very well be. What about a cover-up? Let me put this out there. What if this guy was like schizophrenic or had some sort of mental problems? So he keeps thinking that there should be this other country and he's he's kind of a little off the wall. And they put him up in this hotel room. And, you know, they didn't lock the windows and they weren't smart enough to do that. And they didn't realize he'd take his life. Now these people are, are responsible for a guy that, that ended up falling out of a window or trying to escape, whatever the case is. So, of course, he disappeared. Get rid of the body. Get rid of all, all of his, his personal effects. The guy disappeared and he was some guy from. So what's the, what's the theory here? That it's a, a parallel dimension jump or a, a, a time traveler or. I would say probably parallel dimension, a, a dimension slip somehow. Yeah, that would be my guess too if it's if it's real. Because if every version of the story that I read, he acted just as surprised as uh, the officials there were that that they didn't believe him. So, which if he had mental problems, he would be that surprised, you know, because he'd be believing whatever his brain told him to believe. So yeah. it could be also like you said, the fifties. Um, whatever their customs are there or or the culture itself, maybe there was they they were afraid of, you know, any kind of international backlash uh, that they that this guy ended up dying on their watch. So they had to cover it up and, and get rid of everything or well, if, well, think about it. Think about it, too. Uh, here, even here in America, you know, like I'll use the UFO things, for example, there we have plenty of pilots out there who have seen stuff in the sky but they won't report it and the reason is is they they believe they'll be ridiculed or whatever for yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. And it's just not worth it to do it for them and their careers and stuff. And so maybe it's you know, I've always read that like in Japan uh you know, like honor and and pride is very important to them. Oh yeah, yes, you know, it is. You don't want to dishonor the family. So I guess yeah, talking about things like that that could be 
made to bring ridicule on your family name is you'd want to avoid it. Well, could you, well, could you imagine like if somebody in your family came up to you and said, Hey Chris, I got, I look, I got to tell you this. <laughs> uh, there was this guy who showed up at work. Uh, he said he was from this, this country, but it's not a country, man. It's somewhere weird. And then he's just gone. He disappeared. And then that's all I talked about for the next four barbecues. I'd have been like, <laughs> well, and that's, and, and, and think about it like this. How, 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 how strange would that story sound in America? If you're, you know, if you're telling that to your relatives and then multiply that by like a hundred and that's how weird it would sound. See, I don't know. I feel like in America, there's more of an acceptance to want to believe the paranormal. Anytime I'm around people who have. There, there is there is now, but this is the fifties. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, in the fifties. No. Yeah. It's a little tough. Cause, Cause that's just when they're like, that's just when we're starting to talk about you know, flying saucers. I mean, uh, that's when. You know, like uh, we were seeing, wasn't that close to when the Arnold flight was when he saw the we chased forty seven, yeah, yeah. It's kind of in that same sort of time, Mm -hmm. so it's all new. You know, people have always been seeing ghosts for years and years and years. So I don't know. Like, it's some people still look down on you if you even talk about this kind of thing, even today. And then in Japan, I know Japan is was has always been very um, into spiritualism and ghosts and things like that, haven't they? Though. Yeah, they have. I mean, even today, uh, I saw this recently because you know they had that that terrible tsunami years ago yeah. that you know killed all those people, mm-hmm. and like they're saying that they they see all kinds of spirits and stuff now. They're like even yep. getting into taxi cabs and stuff. So I saw that one too. Yeah. Oh my god, that's creepy. Well, I, but think about it like this, guys. If what if what Chris is saying is true, for example, and this is just some guy who's you know. Got some kind of mental problem. Who, who knows? Maybe he's maybe he's schizophrenic. Maybe he's delusional. Who knows what? It seems like they would have been able to, if 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 he started having a heart attack or something. Okay, and they had to. That's a big if, by the way. I only saw that once. <laughs> yeah, I want to point that out. <laughs> I, and I agree. And I agree. I, I, that was the first time I'd ever heard it too. By the yeah. way. So, but if he'd have had a heart attack, okay, and they have to. I don't know, get some kind of medical professional. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like there would have been more outward signs that the guy was schizophrenic and or delusional. And how would that explain the passport if the other official saw it that actually had exactly. that place on it? Exactly. Oh, wait, hold on. The passport actually had the word Torrid on it? That's yes, what I it heard. it was officially yeah. issued by Torrid. Of- officially in quotation marks. Yeah, it looked, it looked like an official... Yeah, it looked very official. And it had it had real valid uh, airport stamps in it from other places. Well, then that puts a whole new light on things. <laughs> Does it, Chris? <laughs> Does it? <laughs> well, that that's creepy. Then, like, what if that's the case? Like, th- now let's look at the paranormal side. A parallel universe. The guy comes from a world where this country exists. And maybe there's enough of a similarities in which planes exist, Japan exists, going through customs, wearing the same clothes. All that stuff exists. But little differences like the different names of certain countries, how long the, the earth or world had been around at the time or that country had been around at the time. Um, the fact that he was just absolutely flabbergasted by the medicine at that time. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Maybe that they weren't that far advanced in this universe he's in. Like that could be a possibility. 
Well, and, and another thing is, you know, they don't ever tell you, like, what kind of clothes was this guy wearing. I would you assume know, was if a, it was... Di- was he in a business suit? You know what I mean? Like like mm-hmm. like most other business travelers, or... I feel you know, like... Because if they don't mention it, to me, that says it didn't stand out. That's what I was going to say. I feel like if it was something that was really different, that it would have been something that was a red flag also. Like, look at the way exactly. he's dressed. Yeah, look, yeah look, at this, look at this weirdo in the... Uh, in the Bermuda shorts and no shirt at all. That's how I go you to know, church. Or something like that. <laughs> we, uh, That's how I answer the door. So we have to assume uh, also yeah. that he had uh, either had facial hair, lack thereof, haircut, everything matched basically the times. Yeah. Because otherwise, that would have stood out too. They say anything about his speech? Any any weird accents or anything? No. That's, yeah, because I, I wondered about that too. Because if he's from Europe... Or somewhere over there, then he would have that sort of a, some sort of accent, mm. so you would think. But I never heard, once heard anybody really mention it. Yeah, is that is that another thing that you know? If it was, you know, a guy coming from Europe with an American but, accent, or or as we always look at it, a lack of an accent, you know, you you'd think that something like that would stand out too. Right. But but you know, Chris, you raise a good point. If Let's say let's let's say for the sake of argument that this really happened that this whole thing's true, and let's say that there is another there are other dimensions and stuff. You know, a lot of people in the paranormal field are starting to think now that even your ghosts and other things that go bump in the night or whatever you want to say are actually just coming from other dimensions and stuff and aren't really spirits per se, but are you know uh, you remember that uh, Carter? I think you brought it up last time. That ranch what was that ranch. Skinwalker, Stardust Ranch, or Skinwalker Ranch. Well, either one of them, really. If I'm thinking right, they they claim that they're like their doors to other dimensions. There, yeah. Oh yeah, Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. Maybe, and, and if that's true, then he obviously didn't know that he'd went through it because he acted just as surprised as they did. Which well, that that's makes... what I'm saying. When when would this have happened? Right. You know, if this guy's on a plane, when, when does it? Why aren't Why aren't everybody else on this plane claiming to be from Torrid? Right. Where did or, he or, appear? Or any other countries that are that sound made up. He went you know into what the I mean? whatever he he was in Torrid and he walked into the bathroom at that airport and when he came out he didn't realize he was in the other, you know, parallel universe. Exactly. Ooh. It's got to be that, right? Something. Otherwise, this, was like, this was like Fringe, that show Fringe. <laughs> this is like this is just like the Langoliers when the plane flies through the time warp. Oh yeah, that's a good good old Stephen King. I love it. Exactly. Sounds like a sounds like a folk band. <laughs> Langle <laughs> ears. It does. <laughs> oh man. But no, dude, this is a cool story. So th- nothing's ever been said ever since then. That was it. Like this is this. Uh, they they claim that it, a lot of people say it's a hoax because of the fact that there's so little information. Hmm. You know, but it was it was 1954, man. Where does any? I mean, pos- and, and who cares? Were you able to you find know, any? Uh, were you able to find in your research any like tracking the story back to a s- specific newspaper or country of origin or anything like that? <sighs> other other than Japan, no. Hmm. As far as country of origin, I mean, there was very little. Like I said, it's it's difficult to even impossible to even find a name for this guy. You know, if you saw a passport, there had to be a name on it. So, 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 what was the name? Right. What other information was there? The only other thing they've said about the passport is that the stamps were valid, 
for that, for, for 1954, the stamps were valid. And he had been stamped one time for that particular airport at a point in time when it had not been built yet. Oh, that's weird. So... Don't you think if it was a hoax and you were the person coming up with this story, to try to sell it as being as realistic as possible, you would fill in those gaps? You'd come up with a name? You'd come up with all these little things that when somebody said, well, what was this guy's name? Or what was it? You'd be able to answer it to help validate the the hoax you're trying to perpetuate? But what if you have too much information, Chris, and they think, well, obviously, with all that information, they're just making this stuff up. You're watching too much Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I love Scooby-Doo. <laughs> no, yeah. Ruh-roh. This is interesting. I'd like Jinkies. to know. I'd like to know. There's always every time we do some of these stories or these kinds of like the ones where you can't tell if it's just an urban legend, a myth, or a hoax. I've always I'm always curious to find out like do Japanese people know about this story? Do they talk about it? Is this something that they gather around and tell as part of their urban legends type of things on, you know, dark stormy nights that's a good question i I don't know well i I don't know either but i mean i'll tell you if we have any if if they don't if they don't then we're just sick americans if we have if we have any japanese listeners i was gonna say any japanese any listeners that live abroad that have traveled to japan may know of this story and know whether this was something that uh that is known in other parts of the world. We'd love to hear about it. Send us a message on, yeah, please, on Facebook. Please or, since, uh, or some of your other wild stories, too. We would love to hear those. This is a good one. I like this. This is These are the kinds of stories that uh, it makes you kind of just sit around and start fig- like really trying to figure it out. Well, it's like what you said about you know when you get on YouTube and stuff. You know, How do you know what you see? Is it real? Is it not real? How do you know? Right. I mean, some stuff you can tell is obviously fake. Isn't and it wild? Some stuff you know is real, like you know the bits of news reel from when JFK got shot. Right? Isn't it? Isn't it weird how like years and years and years ago, if something happened, people were like, "Well, I don't believe that because there's no video evidence." <laughs> now we're at a time where if there's video evidence, people are like, "Well, how do I know that's real? You could have edited that." <laughs> isn't that funny? Yeah, that is pretty funny. <laughs> So I'm 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 of that mind. Like, let's say, uh, let's say they actually find a real Bigfoot. Let's say he's real, and they find one, and they capture it, and it's staring you at the face. I still believe some people will be like, "Man, that's some good animatronics right there." Oh yeah, they totally will. They yeah. totally will. That's pretty funny. Um, he's breathing on your neck, dude. What are your thoughts? <laughs> what are you totally guys? Will. What are your guys' thoughts? I'm interested to hear what you think. If this is a hoax, do you think this really happened? Do you think it's a mental health health problem? Carter, I think you- there's two. I think there's two possibilities. Either this, either this actually happened, and it weirded out so many people that they didn't want to talk about it, or this is just some kind of urban legend. Nice. Mm, which that, one, that which somebody one? that somebody made up. Now, which are you leaning towards? You guys know me, man. I'm not a skeptic <laughs> about this stuff. I want to believe in all of this weird shit. So I want to believe in it too, but that doesn't mean that I can't always. I. I feel like I feel like this is another one of those cases where we need more information, man. I I, I, I can't make up my mind on on this limited amount of information. I need to know more before I can come to a firm conclusion. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's too little information here, man. We've talked about urban legends from our own towns that have more information than this. 
That's true. You know? But yes. And that's my point. A lot of times when the urban legends, these stories that are made up, you're going to fill it with a lot of details because you want it to be remembered. You want this to be a, a subject of conversation. So when it's something Absolutely. like this, when it's something like this, I have to say on my, my perspective, um, it is one of these things that's unsolved mystery st- style things. It's like, well, did it happen? I believe maybe it did. I really do. And why isn't there not proof? Because it's one of two things. Um, I think either it was a case of something happened and they didn't plan for it to happen that way and uh, they tried to cover it up or like I really want to believe it's a parallel universe type of a thing. And, And the more we go deeper into science, even where we are now quantum physics all the spooky stuff all that weird you know all that st- we're, we're starting to see these little things that are like so many hundreds of years of science is really starting to, to not be able to explain some of this stuff so parallel universes are a possibility there are a lot of top scientists that are are starting to um lean towards that to to, to the fact that there really could be possible you know multiple universes well here's the thing that's another one of those. Remember what Johnny just said about people talking about video evidence, and then you show them video evidence, and they're like, "Wow, that's yeah. some, some really good animatronics or whatever," you know? Yeah. Parallel universes exist, man. It's been proven already. Yeah, that's I can what I'm show saying. you an experiment you can do with a flashlight and, and some cardboard that'll prove uh, parallel universes and, and parallel dimensions exist. But you'll lose your but flashlight. People, but people don't. People don't believe that. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's <laughs> they what... believe what they want to believe, and that's another thing I think that helps work in this story's favor. Man, people don't react well when their belief systems are challenged by things that they can't explain. That's true. You know, they try to explain it away. That is with, true. With whatever. So here, here's here's my thoughts on it. You know, I've never worked in an airport, but I've been in been in a few and i'm sure you guys have too i bet if you work there you come across a lot of really uh, different i'll just use the word different individuals uh-huh. who, who come up to you and you have to check especially nowadays but even back then so it's my feeling that they had some weird person or odd uh out of the ordinary person show up who had a weird story and maybe claimed to be from someplace i don't know how far it goes but since there was no real evidence or whatever, whoever told that told their family, then that those people told other people. It's kind of like the telephone game. Oh, telephone. Yeah, where stuff keeps getting added and actually makes the like when I'm telling you guys a story or when you're telling me a story, we want to make the story entertaining. So maybe we'll we'll add things to it or we'll make it sound even more impressive than what the actual truth is. You know what I mean? There'll be grains of truth in it, but you know we'll. Embellish it, I guess, would be the best word to use. So he's kind of so like what, he was crazy, and that's that was it. He was just crazy saying stuff, and that was it. And then when they told the story, it was like, and even the passport had the name of this country. And then like the next time, it's like we pulled out a map, and he pointed to this country. You know yeah. what I mean? Because because like Carter, Carter, I want to, I want this to be true too. You know how amazing this story sounds. <laughs> this story sounds incredible. This should be like a movie or something. This sounds amazing. But at the same apparently time, apparently, it was already an episode of the Twilight Zone. So, oh, nice! I believe that, but you know, it's just—it's so hard, especially with no actual evidence, and it, they just politely. Well, and that's and that's what I mean. Like, say you're the say you're the guy at the uh, customs desk, right? When this guy comes through 
with this supposed passport from this supposed country. Okay, what's the first thing you're going to do? I'm making a photocopy. I'm they, making 10 copies. Did they have photocopies yeah. in the 50s? <laughs> I'm taking a photograph of it. I'm doing something, man, because that's like, what you know, Take, it's one of those things. You've got to have some kind of evidence if you want people to believe what you're saying. Taking man. a charcoal rub? You know what? Anything. <laughs> anything. Because how do I know that you're, you know, telling the truth about these stamps being yeah. up to date? I feel like back yeah, in the 50s, I, I really you know. This- I really want this to be true, but I also feel like it's it was there's some grains of truth in the story, but it it's probably just more of a normal ending. Like it was just a guy who uh, was having some mental issues or something. But when you're telling a story, it sounds a lot better to say, "Oh, and then we put him in a hotel room, and then he disappeared." <laughs> or you know, and I was say I was thinking like back then, I don't think the uh, the paranoia and and the whole security thing was as big of an issue as it is today. Um, you'd be surprised, like you watch, you, you see how easily people could go from country to country and how could they could disappear and be, and take on new identities. So like going to, up to a, a customs official and showing them uh, an ID card that you had made with your ID, you didn't need, you know, 10 other version proofs, proofs of, of, of ID to get that piece of ID. So, um, I don't know that they would right away be questioning it, even if it was a different country name, because again, Back in the fifties, the world wasn't as small as it is now. You know what I mean? Like the internet technology. The uh, the more we continue to put year after year after year behind humanity and mankind as a whole, you know, we become more knowledgeable and knowing of what's going on in the world and the world as a whole. So maybe at that time, sure, there was this weird country we'd never heard of before, but it could be any of the tiny little countries. You know just off the border of the Soviet Union or like uh, any little island out. So, you know what I mean? So for him to I come and say, say a different name, they, I don't know that they'd question it right away. I thought about that. If, and, and, and my answer is, cause I, that's the same thing I thought. So why haven't we heard of anybody else from there? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying that, um, that there is a country called that. I'm just saying, I don't think that they would question it right away in the fifties when he says that. Um, I think it's, I don't know. I'm really starting to lean maybe towards what Johnny was saying. I'd love to it to be that parallel, but maybe it's just a really bad version of the telephone, you know, where the story got more and more embellished as it was passed along. I I will say, I will say in all fairness though, there, there have been plenty of instances in our history in which somebody did just out of nowhere seem to disappear. And there were no, we don't know where they went to this day. Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, you know, there's all kinds of people in history you can look at for that. Even there's even like whole islands, actual islands that they say were there, and now they're not there anymore. They can't find. <laughs> so, That's another show we should do. But even yeah, so, you know, it, it, I'm not saying it did not happen the way that they say it happened. I, you know, it's just that man. It's I want it to be true. I do, but I just no. I you know what? It. And I'm thinking you're right too because not only is there you know things throughout throughout history that where people disappear but there's also all kinds of tales throughout history where people show up they show up they say they're so and so and no one's ever heard of them before so um i think a a few weeks ago i was gonna do one on on one of those guys um what was his name cas gaspar something or other uh i'll try to remember his name but he, he shows up and says he's He's his name Casper Hauser. That's his name, Casper Hauser. Yes, yeah. And he shows up and he says he's this person and this and that and, and and he's got all of this like 
story behind him, but no one can corroborate who he is and where he comes from. So, I mean, as many as many stories as there are where people disappear, there are all these weird stories where people show up. No one knows who they are. This one's just weird because he insists of being in a country that's been there for hundreds of years. Um, you know, he's he's got weird stamps. He disappears. Like it's 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 a weird combination of things for this tale. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I need more information before I can. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, if I would, I would, can I would say love like one way or the other. Like I, I, I need, I need some witness statements or something. You know what I'm but saying? But you're not going to get it. <laughs> that's and that's what I mean. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think this is one of those. I think we got to mark this one unexplained because hmm. I don't think there's enough evidence to come to any kind of conclusion. Hmm. You could come to a conclusion. It just might not be the right one. <laughs> like I've come to the conclusion that it's probably not real. But I'm. I would be. I would love to be wrong. I want to be wrong. Yeah, I'd like to know that that you know the man from Tarad actually got back home to his family that night in the par- in the parallel universe he belonged in. Yeah, I want to know. Or what, or like, alternatively, like, like Johnny said, you know, tucked back into a nice warm bed with a jacket that makes you hug yourself. <laughs> <laughs> He's keeping himself warm that night. Exactly. I, mean, I, I have to know, are there any timeshares in Tarrant? I want to go visit and spend some vacation time. Nice. Yeah, how much does beachfront property, you know, cost out there? Well, are there been, beaches? You know, I was going to say, well, it would have been awesome. would have been awesome if they had <laughs> photographs, if he had pictures. He's, like, pulling out his wallet and, like, look, at this is yeah. my country. And that would have been awesome. You know, that would have been that would have been a check in the plus column, too, because that would have just been more evidence to – you know, at least then, then I don't know. The fact that all of his shit disappeared is just odd. Yeah. You know, like a guy, a guy slipping in and out of a dimension. I buy. I think it's because he didn't. He wasn't able to stop his mother from falling in love with him in the past. Is that what happened? Is that why he disappeared? <laughs> what? Sorry, wrong stuff. <laughs> wrong. Wrong stuff. Yeah. Let's take her to the dance. <laughs> isn't that isn't that a Keanu Reeves movie? No. Don't you dare! Don't you dare be smirch. Back to the Future with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a good tale, man. This is a this is actually one of a great. This is a good one. I like the ones that make you scratch your head and go, "Hmm, what could it have been?" Because it leaves it open for even listeners now who have never heard this before can go and tell a friend, a coworker, "Hey, did you ever hear about this?" And then create their own game of telephone. And and, and listeners. Dig into it. Don't take our word for it. Check this stuff out. But by yeah, look into it and actually give us your give us your opinion. Let us know and let us know. And if you find any new information, like what Johnny said about him having a heart attack in the airport, let us know. Let us know because this one demands more information. And by God, don't add more to it. We don't need any more crazy, <laughs> crazy facts added to this story. Yeah, we'll go read Creepapasta if we need that. So, <laughs> very nice. Not a not a super long episode this week, guys. But this was a good one. I like this story, and it's uh, I think it's a nice little short anecdote for the Halloween, the Halloween times. You said it wrong. It's Halloween. Halloween. You said it wrong too. It's Solin. <laughs> oh well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's speaking like it's from Tarid. <laughs> Very cool, guys. You guys, uh, you guys want to uh, close out the show now? Tell people where to find everybody. Yeah, um, I am Carter Johnson, author extraordinaire. Uh, you can find my books on Amazon, 
Um, the House on Deadboy Lane, Meadowview Road, and Spider's Web, all available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com now. And also, you can pick them up at the Last Word Bookshop in Charlotte, North Carolina. Nice. Very cool, very cool. Uh, you can find me, Johnny Townsend, on Instagram at Johnnyism28. I'm an artist. I do art and stuff, so you can find that and all my terrible uh, jokes on there. Also, you can find uh, Retro Blist, which is a podcast I do with... My buddy Trevor, we talk about the old school uh, video games. I'm talking Nintendo, Super Nintendo. On up to, uh, we're going to go up to the Dreamcast to take a Dreamcast. And that's as far as oh, we want. Nice, Dreamcast. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I was when I heard you guys say you're doing Dreamcast, I was like, oh, sweet. This is going to be yeah. even better now. That's one of my favorite. That's the first system I bought with my own money. If I'm thinking right, it's either that or oh, really? Yeah, nice. might have been the Nintendo 64. I don't remember. It's one of the two. Very nice. Um, okay, for myself, you can find uh, you can find this podcast as well as Retro Blist and my other podcast, Back Issues Comic Book Podcast, on our network online at bicbp-radio.com. You'll find these podcasts as well as uh, many more to come. Uh, so go check it out and you know visit it more and more often. Also, subscribe to all of these podcasts on iTunes. Make sure you give us high ratings to get us higher on their lists of recommendations. And leave us a comment or two, a review. Let us know how we're doing. Um, again, we don't have any, you know, any other way really to get a hold of us for History Creeps except through the Facebook page. So visit the Facebook page. Check out History Creeps. Give us a like. Uh, interact with us there comment talk to us about the cases we've been talking about um, comment on whatever we put up share any experiences or stories you'd like to hear from us and again send us messages through there as soon as we get some email and other other uh, outlets up we'll let you know other than that i'm done for this week how about you guys i'm done i'm pretty done well, all righty we'll see you guys next week happy halloween Bye.